It's time for Real Talk with Brian and Dan, the weekly talk radio show dedicated to discussing important real estate topics, plus insight into the local community. With a combined experience of over 50 years as local real estate brokers from the Eastside Real Estate Team at Keller Williams Realty Bellevue. Here's your hosts, Brian Levitt and Dan Edwards. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 KKNW. It's Wednesday, June 12, 2019. Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found. Today, we have a great show lined up for you. We have two really fantastic guests, Rachel Garcia with Minuteman Press and Liz Silkey of Jay Hilburn's Men's Custom Clothing. So it should be pretty great, but of course... As we start this segment all time, let's get started with some real talk. So, Brian, I found myself at an open house this weekend. And as I was doing that, I was contemplating the value of the home that we were in because that's our job is we got to constantly be thinking about, um, you know, is it priced right? Where's the where's the buyer going to come from? And um, looking at my numbers, I noticed something interesting that I wanted to share with the listeners today. Sure. So last year, when we did our comps for this house, um, our comps, we had a home come on the market at 800000 And then it was sold in about a week for eight thirty-five. So we were using that comp and a couple of others, right, to determine our fair market value this year. Right. We came onto the market uh, this year at eight twenty-five. After okay. a price reduction, we got down to eight hundred. We ended up getting in contract. But here's where the actual true gold and buyers need to know about this right now is interest rates are about three quarters of a percentage lower than they were this time last year. So I thought I'd calculate the math. So in addition to a savings of about $35,000, this buyer that bought that is in contract with our client, their interest rate is 4%. So what does that look like from principal and interest in a monthly savings? As I calculated this with principal and interest, Last year's payment on this same house at 835 with 20% down would have been about $3,400. This year, this year at 4%, you know, providing 20% down, their their monthly payment would be $2,950. So that's almost a $500 a month savings wow. by yeah. just jumping into this market this time. That's great. It's that's pretty great. great. Like yeah. a lot of buyers are finding that. Yeah. So are you saying prices are softening some? Yeah, I would say across the board, you got to be more compelling to sell. Hmm. You know, so it's just an adjustment from where we were. Mm -hmm. But in a general term, a general sense, that that individual that bought the home for six hundred fifty thousand is still making money when he sells. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think uh, sometimes when I see this, I hear the conversation of well, prices are dropping. There was somebody asked me about an article uh, in the paper about that, and I haven't seen that. I I think that we're seeing. Um, some market exuberance where some sellers may be coming on higher ah, than the actual comps. Gotcha. But I'm not really seeing a drop, but I am seeing the big dynamic of the reduced interest rates increasing buying power. So it's not necessarily um, uh, falling prices as overconfidence by sellers when they set their price. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got to be thinking about when you look at the comps, it may be the conversations we're having is, you know, it's not seven days to sell a home. It may be 30, it may be more. And that at that you know, at that 20 to 30 day mark, you have to be thinking price improvement price in order improvement. To, right. to keep the buyers interested. Okay. I thought it'd be fun to talk about uh, reality show. Yeah, right. Real estate reality, which uh, I think I mentioned to you, one of my friends produces a reality TV show. And okay. her line is, there's nothing real about reality TV, <laughs> TV show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so we're going to dispel some myths. What's the first one? Let's see. Buyers look at three homes to decide which one they want to buy. Yeah, Dan, that's, that's the truth not, here. The truth is uh, there may be buyers who fall in love with the first home they see. 
I've had that happen. Have you had that happen? Yeah, that's yeah. actually a big problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. you're like, wait, do I keep looking? Yeah, yeah. But according to the National Association of Realtors, an average home buyer will look at about 10 to 12 homes before making a purchase. Yeah. Myth number two, uh, the houses buyers are touring are still for sale. You know, uh, as I mentioned, the way they produce these shows is it's all uh, it's all determined in advance. They've purchased that home already. And so they're walking, they're reproducing the results that they found through the process. Yeah. So. It'd be interesting to see, uh, you know, exactly how that goes down and how they're approached by it. <clears throat> so what's the third myth? Let's see. Number three, the buyers haven't made a purchase decision yet. I think we just... Yeah. So, yeah. So there's no way uh, to show the entire buying process in a 30 minute show. TV producers choose the buyers who are further along in the process and have already chosen to buy a home. Now, I know I can speak for Brian and I. If you'd like, we could go ahead and catalog your buyer you know, experience. So just let us know. We'll catalog it and we can maybe do that in like a short little yeah. little series on our YouTube channel. That'd be kind of fun. Right. right. All right. You know, a uh, little side note here is uh, one of the things I always coach my sellers on is the importance of preparing the home, the staging, et yeah. cetera. Um, the home sells in the first 30 seconds. You know, when the buyer walks yeah. in and it's the right home, I usually feel that right away. I mean, I'm reading that in them. Yep. Then the rest of the process is confirming what they're feeling about yep. the house. Yeah. You know? yep. It's but, a process uh, of elimination. It's a process, right? right. Yeah. Right. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Myth number four. If you list your home for sale, it will always sell at the open house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of myths surrounding open houses. And one of the big ones is that it's necessary to have opens to sell a home. It's one piece of the puzzle. The fact is, is open houses are better for real estate brokers than for sellers. We meet a lot of buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest benefit for the seller is one that most people never think of, that it makes it really easy for brokers to send their buyers to the opens. They, you know, reputation is everything in this business. And the, the other realtors in our market know that Dan and I won't poach their buyers. Yeah. If they send a buyer to our open, we're going to respect that that yeah. relationship. Yeah, and I think what's cool is we have an opportunity to really relate from the seller's point of right. view and, and maybe sell the home a bit. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I can see that you know there are some, not, not with our team, that are just kind of sit down and they let people walk through the open house. My goal is to convey the passion that the seller has for the right. home to everybody walking in the Sell door. the sizzle. Sell it. Yeah. You sell One of the things I hate is when I walk into somebody's open and they're sitting there reading the book, drinking coffee, and just ignore me. You know, or having I, a popsicle. Yeah. When I uh, um, hold an open, you know, I'm engaged in conversation and working on uh, determining that buyer's motivation. Um, or, and honestly, often we get the neighbors. So it's an opportunity to meet uh, new yeah. sellers for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so do myth number five. Myth number five. Uh, sellers, homeowners, decide to sell their homes after a five-minute conversation. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it takes time to right. make that decision. The motivation behind selling a home, whether it be one you've owned for two years or for 30, it mm-hmm. usually, um, you know, I had a conversation with a, a client today. We're going to go in a couple of weeks. Him and I started talking four months ago. So, no, they're not they're not deciding in a five-minute conversation. Right. So. And I was curious, what would you say your typical pipeline lead time is on a seller? Ooh, we're going to start to know that information with the technology right. we have at yeah. Keller Williams. But I would say for a seller yeah. pipeline, it's probably four months. I'd say four to average. six. And yeah. I've, I've had them where I've, I've been in conversation for years. Yeah. You know, and just uh, uh, finally getting to the point of saying, okay, let's pull the trigger. Yeah. But I've never had one just after a meeting say, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and sell. Yeah. This doesn't work that way. Well, cool. Great conversation, Brian. We're at the end of the segment. So after the break, we're going to be uh, calling Mr. Mike, uh, Michael Burdick for our mortgage moment. So cool. join us after the break. 
Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact, homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time home buyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425 200 4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. It's uh, now time for our mortgage moment brought to us by Michael Burdick with Loan Depot. Welcome to the show, Michael. Hey, guys. Thanks for having again. Yeah, hey. you bet. It's a beautiful sunny day out there. I hope you're having fun. I'm in the office, but I can <laughs> see the sun from the office. Okay, nice. out there. Fair enough. So, Michael, <laughs> what's new? What's the latest in the mortgage world? Well, you know, rates are still holding strong. They've ticked up a little bit, but, you know, we've seen that kind of happen over the last month. They, they come up and they come back down. So we're still holding at near long-term lows. So it's, it's a great time to, to refinance. I'm spending a lot of time just following up with my past clients and, and doing mortgage checkups for them. Awesome. So this whole application process, I want to. we've been talking about myths on the show today. So how, how difficult and time-consuming is the application process? Well, the funny thing is that the 1003 of the Uniform Residential Loan Application is the number of boxes that is the same for every lender. So we're, we're all kind of in competition on making that process to get that information as, as easy as we can. Um, so for some of my clients, that making that as easy for them is, is coming into my office and doing it face-to-face, and others want to do it over the phone, but something that we've really emphasized a lot of work at our company, and when I say we, I mean the, the tech software engineers. Oh, so California. you're not writing code by we? <laughs> not me, no. <laughs> but they've spent a lot of time um, on our online application and just making that state-of-the-art, best in the industry. So hmm. it's something people can do on their laptop. They can do it. Don't you have a success phone. story to share with us about that? I do. So, you know, this is something that happened two weeks ago where Friday afternoon, evening, I have some clients that are, are now clients. They were headed to a Mariner game on the bus. Um, their agent calls me in a frantic, you know, wanting to get a, an offer submitted, but they can't get a hold of their lender who hmm. was in, uh, Probably already at the game, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, so they're <laughs> the, the, the clients are on the bus, and, and they call me, and they say, hey, can you get free proof And I said, well, if they do the application, absolutely. But if they're headed to a Mariner game, you know, it just depends on if they want to take the time to do it. Well, they, they get on their smartphone. They go to my link. They fill it out. In a matter of 10 minutes, they complete it. They call me. We structure it. We're able to digitally verify their assets and income. So... It's really mm. a documented pre-approval at that point. Mm. We go ahead and get them a pre-approval. They submit the offer, and the next morning we're under contract. Wow. So I had a question. Yeah. Using their phone or any other um, electronic media for that matter, how uh, do you secure um, 
um, financial information? How do you make sure it's not compromised? Well, you know, and a lot of older clients, and, and not just older, but some young, are, are concerned about that because, you know, there's the horror stories about things getting hacked and, and so on. But then, you know, whether they, they know it or not, their information is out there, and it, it's out there on their on their banking institutions. It's it's all within very secure um, systems. So, you know, when, when they log into their application, it would be similar to them logging into their bank account gotcha. online. Hmm. Yeah. So it's it's very secure um, and and something that you know our company takes very seriously. That's great. That's great. Now um, I know that you care a lot about the organization uh, and and know that that there's a certain level of uh, expertise that that you have as a part of Loan Depot. You got a, just under ninety seconds. What sets Loan Depot apart from the competition? Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Has the timer started? No. Yes, it has. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I've been doing this for a long time, and, and I think that, you know, customer service and rate, you know, cost, those need to be good. Um, but, you know, if, whether you're looking at any any bank or credit union, we're all going to be within about an eighth in rate, depending on the product. Um, so I, I do truly believe that the, the differentiator is process and just making sure that, you know, the company that you're working for is, is making the process as easy for your clients, for your the realtors involved, for everyone involved, just to make sure that we're, we're not doing any extra work on our side or the client side. So I think the, the strategy and the emphasis that Loan Depot is putting into that is, is making us um, one of the leaders in the industry, for sure. Michael, how do our listeners reach you? I keep asking you that. I need to get Google over one eight hundred. Yeah, I think. <laughs> well, it's, it's not for me. You know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's for the listeners. One eight hundred, Michael. That probably won't get to me. But if yeah, you no. Google Michael Burdick, Home Depot, I'm out of Bellevue. I've been local here in Puget Sound area for for a decade, and and you'll find me. I'll, I'll show up online. But um, my phone number is two zero six 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 one two two eight nine. And give me a call. Shoot me an email. I'd love to help. Yeah. All right, Michael. Thank you again for joining us today. Absolutely. Thanks, Thanks Michael. Guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. All right. After the break, we will be uh, chatting with Liz Silkey. She's a representative with Jay Hilburn. So come on back after the break. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 200 4093 or check out our website at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. 
At Minuteman Press, we are the experts in our field, and our first goal is to help you grow your business. We offer print solutions that can help your business run smoothly and meet project deadlines. We are excited to help you with all your marketing strategies, from storefronts to wall graphics to staff uniforms. We are Minuteman Press in Issaquah. Our website is issaquah.minutemanpress.com, and our phone number is 425-391-4950. Please reach out if you have any projects you're working on or if you'd like help jump-starting your marketing efforts. We love to help with any and all projects. Again, our website is isaquad.minutemanpress.com and our phone number is 425-391-4950. Seattle, Tacoma, Antwerp? That's right. We're streamed worldwide on our app and on the web at 1150kknw.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our first guest today is Liz Silkey, stylist with Jay Hilburn. Jay Hilburn is a luxury menswear brand. As a personal stylist with Jay Hilburn, Liz helps her clients achieve their best look every day. Why, Dan, what a nice-looking shirt you're wearing. Hey, thank you. <laughs> it's brought to you by Liz. Oh, that's great. Love it. <laughs> so all J. Hilmer garments are made with the finest Italian fabrics at a great value. Liz, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Hey, Good to tell, be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here looking out uh, the beautiful view over Bellevue yes, there. What a absolutely. lovely day. So, Liz, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, out just outside of Palo Alto, and I went to school in, in San Francisco, so that's where I spent some time. I've been here in the Northwest for about 25 years now, so it's been a long while. I've watched Bellevue and Seattle grow exponentially. Do you feel like Seattle's like a mini version of the Bay Area? Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm always like astonished when I fly into the Bay Area. I'm like, wow, it's so big. And it, it makes me feel like if across the other side of Elliott Bay was like full of houses too, right. then we'd be close. Hmm. Right. And, you know, you know, pros and cons to being like the Bay Area. There's, you know, it's it's like for traffic, kind of a nightmare now. In the Bay Area. Or both. Both places. So this is a show about real estate. So we always ask our guests to share with us about memories. And and we talked before the show, you're actually heading down to the home you grew up in. So share some of those memories about that. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I'm really... um, Grateful and fortunate to still have my childhood home mm-hmm. in uh, the Palo Alto area. I'll be flying down there um, on Friday to take a look at some renovations doing to the house. But there's so many great memories, and I get to go back to them all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the tree-lined street that I grew up in, the exact same house inside and out, which obviously I'm changing. Uh uh, just memories of my parents. Um, they've passed mm. uh, like four years ago. It was just the mm-hmm. three of us. I'm only a child. So I just walk into that house and I can smell my mom's Italian cooking. Oh, yeah. You know, and just, you know, see the sofa right there. It was, you know, it's a small square mm. house, like 11, 1,200 square feet um, with a beautiful garden that she grew. I could still see it in my memory. Mm. I also mm. see my dad was a tailor. So this is kind of oh, how I got involved with go. Jay Hilburn, uh, yeah. just kind of inspirational, just uh, remembering all the fabrics that were lying around on our dining room table, his patterns. My mouth so is watering because you went back to the Italian <laughs> Yes, food. yes, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, my definitely. God. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so many memories. I can smell the lasagna right now. And that was one of her <laughs> favorites and classics, and I still make it today. Okay. We're going to have to have a, an opportunity. Yeah, yes. A little uh, cooking show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Here. Exactly. So, yeah. So I think you've answered part of this question uh, about um, 
you know, what brought you to Jay Hilburn. It sounds like you're uh, following in your father's footsteps in a way. But tell us uh, about Jay Hilburn and your role. Well, Jay Hilburn is, you know, some, I guess, a company that's really not known out there, which is a surprise to me. My husband uh, started wearing Jay Hilburn um, garments like three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. Never heard of it until that was, you know, reached out to him as an opportunity. And it's really bringing um, a service and products to men that are a full quality, uh, made out of 100% Italian fabrics hmm. and manufactured in Portugal and Malaysia. They've hired consulting firms throughout the world in terms of identifying these mills and factories for us. And so that's a great opportunity. It was a great opportunity for me to blend in my passions for fashion, both men's and women's. I uh, grew up with it, obviously. Um, my father was very passionate about fabric, and so am I. Mm-hmm. It has to be the best quality, and that's what Jay Hilburn is all about. So why should somebody consider Jay Her- Hilburn versus just going to a brick-and-mortar store, oh, get an Italian question. shirt? That, yeah. yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's several aspects to the business. Number one is fit. <laughs> Fits everything, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, look yep. at Dan's shirts, fitting him nicely. Very comfortable. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's comfortable. Um, you don't have to get it tailored. Um, and it just helps something hang nicely. Uh, fabric's another one, the quality that we just talked about, and personalized service. I bring the store to men in their offices, at homes. I got to pick out the buttons. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Like, yeah, oh, he did really. a great job. Buttons. Yeah, yeah thank he you. did a great job. And we're lucky enough to have a showroom here in Bellevue. It's one out of four showrooms hmm. in the entire country. So this greater Seattle area, this is great for us because there's a lot of samples. I know Dan's been in. Mm-hmm. So there's many samples from the company. So that's a great thing. Hmm. So in a package, that's what's really differentiating Jay Hilburn versus, you know, just a brick and mortar store. Awesome. So how did you get started? I got started um, about almost a year ago and introduced it. Well, first, mm-hmm. I, I, I knew about Jay Hilburn through my husband. And then um, sure. somebody approached me to become a stylist. And I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Is this is the right time in my life to do something like this and to build my own business. I'm super excited about that. And again, just kind of folding in my passion about fabrics and clothing and menswear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and she's so passionate about it. I love that. I really yes. do. I mean, yes. I I just pick stuff off the rack and it's it's not super exciting. And I'm like, well, this will work for me. And uh, if Travis Groom is out there listening, which I doubt he is, he's always commenting <laughs> on, on my lack of fashion style. But it's good to have somebody in your back pocket that you can go, yes. what do you think? Does this does right. look, look good? So right. um, y- you said you first heard about Jay Hilburn three years ago uh, with your husband. But how long is how, how long have they been around? Jay Hilburn's been around since 2007 and they sh- started um, primarily as a shirting company. And then they saw more and more opportunity, getting more and more exposure. They went into suiting. Uh, then they are now in casual wear. So that's been going on for about three years now. Uh, anything from casual T-shirts now to golf wear. We just launched oh, yeah. swimwear, uh, great swim shorts. So there's 11 different categories of that that they branched into, accessories, including belts, you know, and, and ties and whatnot. We also contract with companies like uh, Kohan and Allen Udmans for shoes. And mm-hmm. for jeans, it's DNL 1961, which is the finest jean out there. Well, wow. Go ahead. No, yeah. I was just saying yeah. sweet. Sweet. Jeans. Yeah. Yeah. I like jeans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's your typical client? Gosh, it would be, I mean, 
I can dress all men, obviously. <laughs> um, you, you know, a typical client would be someone that's um, hard to fit off the rack. Mm-hmm. I mean, these uh, you know, off the rack clothing is really for models. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. where the patterns are based off of. And that's really so, to be technical. So that's why it doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's one person. And another, you know, who likes custom, who likes to be creative it has their personal touch on their clothing, like Dan's pointing out his buttons. He mm-hmm. chose this buttons and the stitching. Um, and then also someone who just doesn't have time and hates to shop, mm-hmm. you know, and most men do. Yeah. And so it's really a t- you know, time saver. It's also value add. We cut out the middleman so we can bring these products so much less cheaper than, let's say, just department store pricing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you can do all this stuff through the website. So you can, yes, you pick, can. Color, pick, yes, you know, you can. pick collar, pick buttons, pick. Right. I mean, there's too many options for a guy like me, but like Rick, right? Rick Robertson. Yes. He, he loved to customize his, you know, yes. everything. So it's, it's, it, it, yeah. it, you say every man. And I, I think my value for me is I just don't want to think about it. Right. I want something to look good. I need to right. show up, you know, be professional. And I don't want to have to think, am I still current or am I actually now right. behind styles, which is usually, hmm. you know, normal. So you said uh, uh, fit, right? What do you mean by fit? What is custom? Uh, clothes and custom fit mean? Custom fit means measurements, made to measure. So what I do is, I, I again, I go to someone's home or office or at the showroom, and I measure them. They have, sep- they have set measurements for us to take. The company has developed an algorithm, and it's in the process. It's always being reinvented, which is great for us. It spits back measurements. But ultimately, the final measurements are what I take. And so, and that's how the garment is fitted. We have uh, several different types of fits, including athletic wear, uh, or excuse me, athletic fit, to tailored fit, to a European sleek fit, to a classic fit, uh, and many patterns within those fits. So we can mm. really customize the actual fit to, to uh, any man, really. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So tell us about the quality of the product. Quality is amazing. Uh, again, all these fabrics are made out of Italy, some of the top manufacturers in, um, in Italy, and uh, all the way up to luxe fabrics such as Zenia and Laura Piana, which is our luxe suiting. Um, Vitali is our uh, main source of suiting and jackets and sports coats, and they're the largest manufacturing of, of fabrics uh, in Italy, I believe. Hmm. So th- those are the types of the companies that we work with. We really pride ourselves on working with companies with sustainability yeah, with what, their fabrics. You had mentioned that. So, and I'm thinking, you know, quality and sustainability. Yes. What does that mean? The sustainability part is is curious. Well, the sustainability is, you know, the garment's not going to fall apart or the ah. fabric's not going to fray in like two years. And, and then you have to throw it out. I mean, I've actually come across some clients that that was their case because they bought it XYZ. And, you know, that's just not a sustainable product. Jay Hilburn, that's really what we want is the delivering the sustainable product to clients. And you said all the stuff is sourced uh, in Italy? Correct. It's fabrics. Fabrics. Yes. A lot of it's produced in, the suiting is produced in Portugal and shirting and casual is produced in Malaysia. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Very good. Um, so describe the, the personal service, if you can. Yes. Uh, that you provide. Yes. And as long as I just mentioned in terms of actually taking the store to clients in their homes and offices and at the showroom, you know, one of the personalized services is really helping men create their wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I create style boards with them 
And let's say, you know, for example, Dan, you have the, you know, you ordered a a shirt and a pair of pants and Mm -hmm. we can take a look at those. And now we can maybe pair a a jacket with it, another shirt with it. And so we can just build from there. And Mm -hmm. so it's just that's a personalized service. So you don't have to think about it. I do. I just do all the homework on the back end. And as I get to know clients, I get to know their personality and their style. And, you know, we can build a wardrobe from there. Nice. Okay. So what advice do you have for anybody that would like to start building a custom wardrobe? Well, contact me, of course. Yeah, start there. <laughs> yeah, we yep. can start there. But really, there's some basic staples to form a foundation for, you know, a, a, any wardrobe. And it's really a classic black tuxedo, a navy or gray suit, you know, crisp white or blue shirt. Hold on, I'm taking notes here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. Um, you know, a pair of casual pants where, you know, let's say khakis, whether it's a five pocket that emulates jeans and or a chino. I, these are all great inter- interchangeable pieces, great building blocks to springboard hmm. to a great um, custom-made wardrobe. Awesome. Yeah. How do our listeners reach you? They can reach me uh, by email, liz.silkey at jhilburnpartner.com. They can actually look at my website, lizsilkey.jhilburn.com, or they can reach me by phone, 206-660-7600. That's great. You know, we've got a little time still here. Anything yes. you'd like to add to the conversation? Well, I think it's just, it's, it's so exciting to build this business and to bring a value-added service to men. I mean, mm-hmm. again, it's not, it's, it's not really known out there. And this is kind of the wave of the future for retail, not only for men and for women as well. Uh, but just versus online and just ordering online and maybe it's not fitting in. Yeah, I was going to say there's yeah. M Taylor out there is yep. would be a comp- right. competitor and then right. Stitch, Stitch Fix. Stuff like so that. How does, tell me about that. How does it well, compare Well, you know what? They don't service? have, but you don't have a personal contact, right. you know, right. that you can actually see. Uh, and so it's like if something is not right for the first or the second fitting, uh, and, you know, let's be honest, you know, with Dan's shirt, uh, we had to send it back and get it remade, you mm-hmm. know, kind of put some touches to it. And I did. I took care of all of that. Yeah. You know, he so didn't have to go to the post. You know, he didn't right. have to go to the UPS office. He didn't have to contact the company. I did all that. So it's kind yeah. of like me- meshing the luxury brand uh, products. Yes. With a custom like experience. Right. Um, and then having somebody who's got an eye for it. They can say, okay, let me, let, let's not pick these things, right? Because if you get Stitch Fix, right, they're throwing a bunch of things in. Right. And, and you know, you know, me, you'd be like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not right. going to just throw a bunch of things in. And then, you know, I, I always wonder about the Stitch Fix thing. Do people show up at gatherings and they're all wearing the same outfit? They <laughs> yeah, they the could be. <laughs> <laughs> they could be. Oh. So that would be, that would be awkward, just, right? you know what, awkward. And that's just a big no-no in fashion. Because <laughs> oh, <that's funny. laughs> oh, you want to be God. custom, right? You yes. want to be unique. Yeah. And this mm. is a good way to express uniqueness. Another reason to buy your shirts from Liz rather than Costco. Because I've found myself at places with the same, <laughs> same shirt. Yeah. Dang yeah. Sustainability, maybe. Yeah, well, there you go. I didn't say that. (laughs) So I take it you also track your customers' purchase to help them coordinate, help them with the whole process. Correct. See, that's a value right there. Yeah, and that's just my doing my homework before I meet with the client and just kind of going over what they, you know, they've already ordered and just building from there. Hmm. Nice, awesome, Liz. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. It's been fun. Yeah, it is. Our next guest is Rachel Garcia, owner and operator of Minuteman Press. We will be discussing how to market your business like a pro. We'll be right back. Did you know when you pay rent, you're actually paying someone else's mortgage? Are you tired of missing out on owning your own home? Fact. 
Homeowners on average have 40 times the financial net worth of renters. The Eastside Real Estate Team has been helping many first-time homebuyers find and buy their first home. They specialize in customer service and put you first. They listen first to what you're looking for and then they take the time to make sure their clients understand every aspect of the home buying process. If owning a home has been your dream, the Eastside Real Estate Team can help you. For a free, no-hassle consultation, call 425 425- 200 4093 or find them online at the Eastside Real Estate Team.com, a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue. Hey there, Dan Edwards here with the Eastside Real Estate Team. And if you're like me, you have a pretty busy schedule, you don't have time to go all over the place looking for a custom wardrobe. I'm a simple guy, but I do need to show up looking professional. That's why you need to meet my friend Liz Silky with Jay Hilburn. With Jay Hilburn, Liz provides custom men's clothing at a fraction of the price. You'll get custom fit suits, shirts, and more with names like Thomas Mason, Albani, and Tessitura. What's even better, Liz can come to your home or office for a private fitting, and she has a great eye for what looks good. I can't say enough about Liz and Jay Hilburn. If you're looking to find a fine Italian suit or you just want to finally get a shirt that fits, call Liz at 206-660-7600. That's 206 660 7600. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Real Talk with Brian and Dan on 1150kknw. I'm Brian. And I'm Dan. Our next guest is Rachel Garcia with Minuteman Press of Issaquah. She's uh, Minuteman Press of Issaquah has been in business for 30 years. Her team has collectively over 100 years of experience. They are local marketing experts offering solutions for businesses looking to market and grow. At Issaquah Minuteman Press, we help customers take their projects from concept to completion and offer printed products of every kind, from storefront window graphics to political campaign door hangers and yard signs. They offer the largest selection of apparel and promotional products and pride themselves on quality products that they produce. Is there anything you can't do, Rachel? There's nothing we can't do. (laughs) All right. Today's topic is on how to market like a pro. Welcome to the show, Rachel. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Rachel, tell us a bit about yourself. Okay. Um, So I have been in the beautiful Northwest area for about 12 years. Um, I have two young kiddos, a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old, so we're just starting high school here. That's going to be fun. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Wait, um, you have pets? I have a pet. I have a little Shih Tzu Oscar. He's three years old. Very, very cute. Sorry, Liz, we didn't ask you about your pets, but (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Okay, so it's a show about real estate, and we ask all of our guests this question. Just kind of recount one of your fondest memories about the house that you grew up in. Okay, so um, I, I come from a big family, and so I think one of the fondest memories I have is family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, but also my um, my mom is a gardener, and so uh, she put a lot of planning into the um, the landscaping and actually took her time about it. But uh, once she got it in, it was just beautiful, and they uh, actually held quite a few uh, garden weddings out in the in their oh, backyard. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Where, yeah, where is that beautiful. at? Uh, they live in Utah. In Utah. Utah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Oh, and I was going to do a follow-up question um, what are family like gatherings now like? Really, really big. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, then you you have seven, eight, so eight. eight kids in the family. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. big family. Yeah. Okay, marketing like a pro. Where would someone start? Okay, 
So uh, the best place to start is, um, well, before you start a project, come in and talk to us because we can work through the nuances of it with you. But if you are just getting into marketing, uh, start with a logo. And um, the best way to get, we can help you with that. We have um, three designers on staff, but you, but there's many places where you can uh, get help with a logo. But I would um, try and steer clients away from designing their own logo just because <laughs> people tend to get very detailed and a designer knows what, so what's going to be good. Like you want a logo to be um, simple, have clean lines, um, like think Apple, which I know everyone talks about Apple because they mm -hmm. have such amazing design in all of their products across the board. But their logo is very clean and simple and identifiable. Um, so a couple of things to look for, just so uh, you can talk with your designer about it, is you want your logo to be um, viewable in black and in white, um, and you want it to hmm. be scalable. So you don't want any fine lines or um, or you don't want, you know, a million small print. small print, a million colors all over the place. You want it to be transferable to many products. You want it to be on your shirt and on your business card and perhaps on a billboard. Like that's what you need to be thinking about when uh, when you're looking at your logo. All right. So once you have a logo, then what? Okay. So, um, uh so once you have your logo, then you want to put it on all of your materials. That is brand recognition. So same thing, think um, Apple, Starbucks. Like you see mm. there, when you walk into their store, their logo is all over the place. Um, so make sure it's on everything that your client sees in your office. All of your forms, all your pens, your shirts, your staff, um, your the side of your building, every form that your, your car. Your, exactly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your license plate. So. Um, I thought it was interesting in your intro that you do that. I When I hear Minuteman Press, I think print as in, you know, uh, ink on paper. Ink on paper. But uh, you're much, much uh, more diverse than that. Yes, anything you can put your logo on. Um, yeah, so you want to build your – and if you put your logo uh, on all of that, then it builds your brand recognition. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, we have one customer that has done that in their office. It's great. They have their logo on just everything mm -hmm. and – yeah. So every everything that the client takes, they have your logo on it and your information. Just, okay. Yeah. So uh, the services you provide with your designers can design a logo, mm -hmm. can get that logo on everything. Yeah. Okay. Then then what? Uh, okay. So um, after you have your logo and everything is branded, then you want to come up with a marketing plan. So um, my advice, the best way to do this is to sit down. You could even do a, a spreadsheet and. Um, uh, lay out your tasks for your marketing. What are you going to do daily? What are you going to do weekly, monthly, and quarterly? And then, um, of course, you have to set aside a time to be able to get all of that done. But um, you can ask yourself, how often are you going to go visit your current clients? Are you going to give them thank you gifts? Um, how are you going to generate new leads for business? Um, what time during the week are you going to generate to, or are you going to dedicate to generating new business? Um, are you going to send email blasts to your customers? Are you, how are you going to educate your customer about what it is that you do, what it is that you offer that they might not know? They might know that you do one thing, but they might not know that you do another thing. Are you going to send a newsletter? Um, and I would suggest also while you're setting up your marketing plan that you get the art set for the whole year because you never know when you're busy and slow times might be. Oh my be. gosh, yeah. 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 So so then everything's ready to just send and then that way you can stick to your marketing plan. You know, um, I've been percolating on something as I'm doing this radio show and we're talking to a lot of great service <coughs> providers. 
Um, you know, Brian and I have been doing real estate for Brian for many, 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 many years. Too many. And um, me for 14. But the first thing I did was I looked at the marketing plan, like building out what is my marketing plan. And um, I would love, and I think you and I can work together on this, is to build a series for small businesses, how to market like a realtor. Yeah. Because we absolutely have a system that we that we, we can add the numbers up, that we're going to get a certain amount of sales from the certain amount of people that That's are getting great. this. And most small, medium-sized businesses are just kind of, you know, throwing stuff out there and mm-hmm. just trying this and trying mm-hmm. that and not having what, it, it's not rocket science. I'm not like I've got this Gruber thing, but I, I have done enough of the process that mm-hmm. uh, between you and I, we could sit down and, and provide a great series for people. Yeah, that's great. And then you, you can help them with the printing materials and stuff like that. So yeah. that, we should definitely yeah. do that. Yeah, it definitely. It sounds like you've got a system and you can always tweak your marketing plan right. yeah. to, you know, as thing, as you see what works and observe it. Yeah. And you know what, what is the best marketing plan? The one you do. The one you do. Oh, yeah. nice. I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and we market, I mean, we've got uh, multiple levels ourselves for our services and then, of course, our clients' properties. So it's really uh, kind of fun. We get a lot of exciting stuff to do. Yeah. So you've seen, you have to have seen tons of marketing ideas. What are the some of the most successful? Um, so some of the Tell most. Some success stories here. Okay. Um, so um, what we. I've seen this. Okay, one story that comes to mind. Um, we work with um, an auto body shop, and I think this is so clever. So he has stickers um, that he puts his information on, and when um, when he works on a client's car, he puts the sticker under the hood. Oh, interesting. So that when they when you know if they run into trouble again then they open the hood to take a look and they see his service information right there hmm. so i think in marketing if you find a clever way to a clever location like if you think about where your client is going to go, look when they're looking for you uh then when you they're going to need you the most yeah, yeah. what instances yeah, yeah then hmm. you can then you can get clever about marketing putting your marketing in that spot um yeah we work with you know, painters who put signs in the yard of the houses mm-hmm. that they're working on. I think that's right. great marketing. Yeah, and uh, like real estate agents who uh, put, who send out just sold mm-hmm. postcards, mm-hmm. Uh, just so people in the area know that they're, they're there and they're available and they're successful. And Yeah, Rachel uh, did my uh, flyers for my listing out in Woodenville. A little dual fold, nice, yeah. full bleed, yeah. beautiful, elegant looking flyers. Nice. And yeah. a beautiful home. And a beautiful home, mm-hmm. which we got in contract, by the way. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks to your wonderful mm. flyers. Oh, yes. <laughs> so uh, tell me, uh, how can listeners, uh, no, tell me about one of your favorite projects that you worked on. Okay. Um, so I'm, uh, there are always fun projects that come in, but um, I'm having a lot of fun with stickers right now. Oh, that's so, right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you need stickers. Uh, this is so funny. A uh, little uh, digression here. Mm-hmm. My uh, youngest son's 21st birthday, uh, his siblings had a little had a, a sketch of him, and they made stickers of his image, his face mm-hmm. in a you know sketch form. That's awesome. And he wanted to go out and you know do a little Capitol Hill thing. His face was plastered all over Tag Capitol it. Hill before yes. he got there. Every bar they walked into it was free drinks they all knew who he was it was was good marketing right there yeah but stickers i still have a zach sticker you know that uh i just love that but they they passed everybody he'd walk in everybody's wearing his face (laughs) on there (laughs) as a sticker 
Yeah, yeah. stickers are super hot right now. People are coming in left and right and getting their logo stickers because um, people are, I mean, people are putting them everywhere too. They're putting them on water bottles and laptops and their phones. And Can you get us some stickers? I yeah. want some stickers. We need stickers. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll get you some stickers. All right. Sure. We should do uh, Brian and Dan radio stickers. Yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah, and if you make them fun, then you then people will people will use them and uh and also you know that's i've seen a lot of companies use stickers even for um for for staff and the staff hmm. uh really like them and put them on their gear it's it's becoming easier to do a custom sticker oh yeah yeah that's kind of the cool thing with the, you guys can do all different types of die cuts totally and, and everything fun. yep mm-hmm. you can put your logo and your information on it um, another fun project that we've seen come through actually just this week that was really fun, but we've done a couple of them are selfie frames. So people will um, print oversized boards and then we'll cut out the center so that at different events, oh. people can hold up the frame. I'm sure you've seen oh, them around. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that's been really fun. That'd too. be good for our closings, right? Yeah. You set the real estate team and then pull it up and take selfies. Yeah, with totally. The, with the yeah. Folks. Um, along those lines with regards to branding and marketing, right? Mm -hmm. Because these are fun stuff. Yeah. But the idea is to have a plan, right? Yes. And to put these into place. Yeah. So um, what would you say, you know, how does a sticker play a role in that marketing plan? Um, Well, that that is brand recognition. But I would say for a marketing plan, um, you'd want to come up with something like um, new new client appreciation gifts Mm -hmm. or or thank you for doing business with us appreciation gifts or, um, or um, like, are you gonna? You can send um, mailers out. You can send an information newsletter that um, that gets that updates your clients on what is new. Or, uh, you know, you can position yourself as the expert in your field, talking about uh, what's going on in your particular market. So, I think stickers are more fun. But if you're looking at a marketing plan, then um, you can use some of the more strategic. Uh, promotional items and um, and information items. And I want to come back to that because yes, you're right. We've got the fun aspect, but some of your bigger clients, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dentists, um, schools. Den- yeah, dentist schools, um, hotels, um, tech. Tech. Hmm. So it's not just small to medium sized business. I want to point that out. Yeah. And you have two locations, right? We have two locations. We're located in Issaquah and in Renton. Um, uh, so that's. Um, a big adventure for us. <laughs> oh, how about, so we, we talked about stickers. Well, how about client gifts? You guys, can you help with that? Yes, for sure. So um, uh, you, I, one of the favorite client gifts I think is drinkware um, and because people, people <coughs> keep that forever. And, you know, uh, when you're doing a promotional product, uh, the cost is about the same as what you would buy in the store but it's branded with your uh, your logo. So hmm. that's that's a real value What's add. What's an example of drinkware? Uh, cups, mugs, okay. um, um, like tumblers. Coffee cups, mm-hmm. coffee tumblers. Yeah. Okay. Insulated cups are really popular. So you're saying the price is about the same as what you would pay retail? Yeah. But they're custom branded? Yeah. Wow, cool. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, you have to get um, quantity. There's usually like 250 minimum mm-hmm. on um, on cups, but... But the price per unit is what you would find in the store. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so how do we reach you? Yeah. How do our uh, clients get a hold of you? Okay. So um, the best place to reach us, we have a website. It's issaquah.minutemanpress.com. And um, uh, you can email us at it's issaquah at minutemanpress.com. Or you can call us at 425-391-4950. Okay. 
Rachel, thank you so much for coming in today. All right, you're, you're listening to Real Talk me. with Brian. And Dan. And Dan. At 11.50 KKNW, after the break, we have some more Real Talk and, of course, uh, some great final thoughts. We'll be right back. Not sure if now is the right time to sell? Worried you missed the market? The Eastside Real Estate Team specializes in helping homeowners maximize their equity when selling. With our proven premier listing service, our clients have sold their homes for more money in less time than the competition. We know you have many choices when working with a real estate agent, but with the Eastside Real Estate Team, you get a team of highly qualified, experienced agents. From staging to deciding if your property is market ready for top dollar. If you're considering selling, call the Eastside Real Estate Team at 425 425- 200-4093 or check out our website at the eastsiderealestateteam.com a subsidiary of Keller Williams Realty in Bellevue At Minuteman Press, we are the experts in our field, and our first goal is to help you grow your business. We offer print solutions that can help your business run smoothly and meet project deadlines. We are excited to help you with all your marketing strategies, from storefronts to wall graphics to staff uniforms. We are Minuteman Press in Issaquah. Our website is issaquah.minutemanpress.com, and our phone number is 425-391-4950. Please reach out if you have any projects you're working on, or if you'd like help jump-starting your marketing efforts. We love to help with any and all projects. Again, our website is isaquad.minutemanpress.com and our phone number is 425-391-4950. Hey there, Dan Edwards here with the Eastside Real Estate Team. And if you're like me, you have a pretty busy schedule. You don't have time to go all over the place looking for a custom wardrobe. I'm a simple guy, but I do need to show up looking professional. That's why you need to meet my friend Liz Silkey with Jay Hilburn. With Jay Hilburn, Liz provides custom men's clothing at a fraction of the price. You'll get custom fit suits, shirts, and more with names like Thomas Mason, Albani, and Tessitura. What's even better, Liz can come to your home or office for a private fitting, and she has a great eye for what looks good. I can't say enough about Liz and Jay Hilburn. If you're looking to find a fine Italian suit or you just want to finally get a shirt that fits, call Liz at 206-660-7600. That's 206-660-7600. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Well, we're back with Real Talk with Brian and Dan. I am Dan. I'm Brian. It's uh, Just so you guys know, you are welcome to look up on our website, the Eastside Real Estate Team. You're going to find out information about our wonderful allied businesses. That's the folks that come in here. We, we go ahead and produce this audio with some video over the top of it so you can learn more about it. And the, all their contact information is there. So um, we do have some final thoughts. Uh, one other thing, Brian, have you heard uh, sellers considering selling their home on their own? Yes. We have an industry term uh, for sale by owner, FISBO, FSBO, FSBO, except in our office, we don't use that term. What term do we use, we Brian? We call them unrepresented sellers. Yeah. It's a, very much a paradigm shift. I think the number one reason I hear unrepresented sellers uh, representing themselves, I guess that is representation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, is they think they make more money. Yeah. But if you look at the legal profession, um, one of the things in the legal profession, what they say is a lawyer who represents themselves has a fool for a client. Right. And the reason is, is that 
uh, there's a lot of reasons. The third-party representation gives a uh, um, um, unattached, unbiased look at the whole situation and uh, helps people get uh, honest with their transactions. Well, I was going to say, Brian, it's not rocket surgery, is it? <laughs> rocket surgery, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oops. That's good. <laughs> but, um, no, National Association of Realty, Realtor Statistics show that represented sellers make more money. And, yeah. You know, and, and that's just the least of the worries. The litigation, the numbers of unrepresented sellers involved in litigation are staggering. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I approach a listing with three objectives unless my cl- clients tell me otherwise. Top dollar, reasonable period of time, and here's the big one, no legal entanglements. You know, the disclosure laws alone are uh, um, daunting. Yeah. yeah. In fact, Dan and I, in a conversation on the way over here, we're discussing a question that's come up on a listing and and uh, that sold some time ago that Dan's representing the seller, and that seller's going to be just fine. Right. You know? The buyer's representation was, was lacking. Probably yeah. not there for their client because the client's unhappy. So that's unfortunate because yeah. we don't like to see any of that happen. But we're representing the seller. Right. And we so we make sure our, it's all done right. Really. So right. I wanted to pull this uh, collateral analytics. They came up with some statistics. So the whole idea of selling on your own is to save money. But what they found statistically over and over again, in 2006, similar properties sold uh, for 5.5% more utilizing a realtor in the MLS. And in 2007, it was 6%. My guess is that'll actually continue to go up as the market gets saturated with more inventory because, mm-hmm. they, I mean, you only have one option at that point and the buyer is already showing up what your option is. And that is some kind of monetary concession, yeah. whether it be, hey, why don't we split the commission that you were planning on giving to somebody else? Well, that negates the whole thing and you got right. 100% of the liability. The buyer's approaching this hoping to save the commission and the seller's approaching it hoping to save the commission. Right. There's only one. So really, one of the biggest advantages we bring to the table goes straight to the conversation we've had with Rachel about broad market exposure, right. multiple offers, bidding wars. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. And, so. and the interesting part, this weekend, we got another home in contract and uh, it had been on the market a little while. We made a price improvement, and all of a sudden we had three or four parties interested. And our job then is to stay unemotional about the process and see what we can do to get all of the three of those people to show up with the best possible offer so that our client gets the best, not just the highest price, but one that's going to stick and go all the way to closing. Right. So that's the, that's the, uh, the, the wonderful the thing qualified. about having multiple people. And um, you know me, I'm not super emotional, so I kind of right. stick right to the to the whole thing. So before we get to your final thought, and by by that, um, we, we'll see what happens. I wanted to share one of my favorite events that happens on Father's Day weekend every year. It's it's awesome. It's like clockwork. So this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Miramore Park is the 14th annual Washington Brewers Festival. Have you ever been to that? Have not. I have let's for like go. the last six years. Yeah, let's nice. definitely go. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I wish I had some stickers. I would hand out a bunch of stickers, <laughs> right? It'd be like, yeah, hey. how fast can we turn those? Yeah, yeah, probably pretty fast, yeah. So um, it's it's uh, $35 online, 40 bucks at the door, and then a designated driver is a $5 entry. You get 10 tokens, and there's like thousands of beer samples. It's wow. awesome. It's awesome. And it looks hmm. like it's going to be a good weekend for that. Nice. They've got food trucks, like 20 food trucks. They've got um, you know chairs, live music. So you can just make a make an event of it. We tend to all you know carpool down with one designated driver, hang out, enjoy uh, fellowship, and a lot of really good beer. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, sounds fun. fun. All right. So, so I think that's all we have, unless you have a final thought. You know, final thought. <laughs> um, you know, we were having a conversation before the show about what it takes to be successful in the business, and so much of it is attitude. How you approach. We're talking about luck in the business. 
And I've always found the harder I work, the luckier I get. Mm-hmm. So it's coordinating the whole picture, the marketing, you know, the whole the whole thing. But I think if, if I had to pick one thing, I'd say the positive mental attitude approaching a business and willingness to do the work. Yeah, getting up in the morning and enjoying what you're doing every day. And hitting it, hitting it and, hard. You know, Liz and Rachel, I, I've known them for a while, and I know that they're super passionate. I appreciate you guys joining us on the show today. So Thank that, that concludes our Real Talk, our episode. Thank you for listening. We appreciate each and every listener. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.